Hi, it's Beth, and this is the Uncabaret. This episode, Todd Hansen. If you read The Onion, then you are reading Todd Hansen. He is the man behind that. He's the head writer there. And that takes pretty much all his time. So we were very lucky to get him to do this story. Here he is, being very Todd Hansen. Todd Hansen. They say that no matter who you are, there comes a moment in every person's life when they realize they have to let go of the old me and become something new. A time of reckoning when they have to change because there is something fundamentally wrong with the way they are. I think, for me personally, this happened at around, say, three years old. I probably had the feeling earlier than that, but humans, the thing is, they can only remember so far back into their infant development. So about three years old is probably my first memory. I will always remember, though, late August of 1986, almost 20 years ago. I was 17 years old. I didn't like myself. But as my father drove me the three hours to the freshman dorms of the University of Wisconsin at Madison, I was finally le- Thank you. Hey, all right. I was finally leaving my unhappy childhood behind. No longer would I be the same geeky, self-loathing dork I'd always been, because there were no dorks in the freshman dorms. Looking into the rearview mirror, I saw the eyes of the new me looking back. I didn't know what the future held in store for the new me, but I did know this, that the old high school me's crippling insecurity and alienation, his debilitating depression, anxiety, and low self-esteem was over forever. (laughs) And I was embarking on a brand new existence as an independent adult who would never, ever feel any of those things again. Of course, with my coming of age came the burdens of manhood. I knew that I would have to find a way to break it to my high school girlfriend that I was ready to move on. I didn't know how I was going to shatter her dreams this way, but it would have to be done. She was provincial. She was from small town Wisconsin, and I was entering a cosmopolitan new bohemian counterculture that she could never understand. I thought of all the sexy comp lit majors I was about to start sleeping with and the intellectually mind-blowing conversations we would have smoking in bed afterwards. Within a few weeks, my girlfriend told me she'd fallen in love with somebody else. I was devastated. For the next two semesters, I stayed in bed practically all day, emerging only for massive all-night bong binges and flunking out of nearly every class. By the end of the year, I disqualified myself from the terms of my scholarship and was a dropout, making minimum wage at the campus Burger King. More withdrawn and self-loathing than I'd ever dreamed it was possible to feel. Luckily, though, I soon became the new me for real this time. When I auditioned and was accepted for the ARC Improv Theater in Madison, Wisconsin. My contemporaries at the ARC included Joan Cusack, Chris Farley, and my best friend there, Brian Stack, who went on to Second City, and is now one of the funniest writer-performers on Late Night with Conan O'Brien. I wish he was here so he could enjoy that compliment, but he is, of course, making Late Night with Conan O'Brien right now. <laughs> the crippling depression of the old me had, was going to give way to a mature and sophisticated theater person who would be above the base neurotic fears, insecurity issues, and petty interpersonal drama.